Ich bin Ludwig und ihr hört das BS Podcast Network. Wenn wir diese, was haben wir geplant? Ich weiß nicht, ich denke über Nintendo Shit. Die fucking kommen und gehen mit dem fucking Strike Hammer. Die kommen mit mir, Mutter, fucking Shug Knight, mir, Mutter, Dick, und just fucking slap you down. Und die machen dich mit Sadoku. Shit, du wünschst, dass sie sie in Love zu sein, also er ihr eine spirituelle Rufi gegeben hat, um sie zu Sex zu To help her to Welcome sex. to sex. Damn, this is some fucking quality fucking cardboard. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, this motherfucker owed me like 20 bucks. So, I, you know, I took him in the closet and I sucked his dick. Anime swag. I'm flying like Goku. Anime swag. When I pull up in that old school. Anime. Drop fast anime. Recent chain anime and everything anime. Gucci skin anime. My backpack anime. The so hello everybody, welcome to Drop Loads like always at Milky Way. And I'm Pouch. And I'm finally, I'm finally in the studio after a year of not being here. I'm finally, last time I was here was in 2007, now it's 2000 now. 2007. I mean, sorry, 2017. 11 years ago. Before we even started the podcast. <laughs> we were, I was not there before we started. Obviously I wasn't there before we started. It's only been since December. You were here in the beginning of December. Yeah, it was, that was last year. It's yeah, been a it, month and a half. But it has been a long time it's since we had a speech. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, But yeah, and I'm not saying it isn't, but I'm just saying, like, and I explained it to He actually got a little sensitive. He goes, I thought you guys weren't going to ask me anymore. If it was up to me, if it was up to me, we wouldn't have a rotating third member. I would just have SPJ. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, in case you guys weren't paying attention, we had SPJ, and then we had um, uh, Metal Ness, and after that, we had two special guests, uh, Milky's little brother, and then um, my friend Steve, uh, who created the logo, so I'm like, yeah, they were in town, let's just fucking uh, do it. Didn't we also have um, ODG and GAD before? Yeah, even before that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had Because um, they, they were reviewing um, Justice, uh, League. Justice League. Yeah, so that we're just doing, like, little things here, and they're changing it up, but... We're, We're gonna have back. The, we're gonna have the semi permanence back for um, the next few episodes. Um, I was, when I was talking about it, all this time I thought it's because I triggered him too much. He's like, I don't yeah. want this fucking. Asshole. <laughs> like, like I fucking hate SPJ now. No, I don't want this no. fucking asshole on my on my fucking PC podcast. Even though I'm at your Whoa. house, like every other week, recording a fucking yeah, one of my plays. Also, also, it's also I need to save his his fucking swag juice on his other adventure we're doing. That's probably what he's doing. He's trying to you know save your genius just for that. Yeah, he wants he wants that one to take over the pod, but you can't because the pod's too baller like that. Well, it, it's gonna change up a bit. We're gonna try to go back on the rotation for a bit, and this then change up for um the you're gonna be out for two weeks, right? When you're in Uruguay. Yeah, actually, yeah. in about now in about two weeks, I'll be out for two weeks. Yes. So in about two weeks, you'll be out, and then we're gonna change it up a little bit for that, and then when you be back, we'll we'll jump back on. The if schedule. we have time, if we have time while I'm there, maybe like we could do like a Skype thing or anything. Uh, you you ain't gonna have time. What the fuck? No, there's no fucking there's no internet out there. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> oh shit! That's not gonna happen. Don't worry about there's it. There's no internet out there. Dude. I don't know where you think I'm going, SVJ, but I don't know. I'm just bringing I'm just bringing the fucking guns full force since I haven't been here since last year. <laughs> you Enjoy guys the fam. Here. Don't 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 even bother. I got I got. Yeah, some we stuff got plans. this. We'll fuck. We'll like. What you guys got planned? I'm curious. Put some fucking nah, weird it's shit. Gonna be a surprise. But it, how could it be a surprise to me when I don't listen to the podcast? You'll well, find out. I'll, I'll tell you to go listen to it if you want to see from uh, listening to some fun fucking weird shit. All right, all right. You're gonna have to listen to it. Um. All right, so let's just do a, a, a quick mention because it's topical and it just came out. Uh, we had fun with fucking Dragon Ball Fighters with Thick Nappa. Well, I don't know if you if you guys would have asked me what you've been doing. I've been playing Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> well, you're playing Dragon Ball Fighters, and then you've been playing Monster Hunter. Yeah, but we're talking about Dragon Ball Z because people know what that is. 
People know Monster Hunter. Hunter yeah, it's a pretty, po- very popular franchise, you know? But look, yeah. I'm trying to appeal to the masses. They fucking okay, love anime. Okay, okay. Fuck those <laughs> animes. <laughs> but you, them, you're talking like Monster Hunter is not an anime-ish that shit, that game. That's no anime, boy. Isn't that like a Japanese game as well? It is a Japanese game. It's a Japanese game, game but it ain't really no an anime. anime. It's, it looks at, it it's looks anime, anime influenced. Yeah, it is. Well, I don't know about that. Influence. I don't know. You saw my, oh my you show Christian my pimps at sea. Costume it looks it looks less anime than the other yeah, ones. Well, obviously, sure. Dragon Ball Z, they're trying to make it like but, it's obviously anime looking like anime. Yeah. But like this is what he calls his pimp at sea. Look character. at that! Look how pimp he is with the hat shit. That's pretty good. Okay. Well, yeah. No. Every time John loves something that's totally anime, he's like, "That ain't anime." Just because he likes it, it's not anime. Basically, that's the criteria for it to not. Oh, be anime. I barely like anything anime. <laughs> well, I, I don't like anything anime. Yeah, you do. You like fucking Guilty Gear and you like Blaze Blue, which are anime. No, I don't as like Balls Blue. That shit's garbage. Persona, you like, and that shit's anime as fuck. No, no look. See, there's this. See, I, nah, I, this look. is what I tell him. Tell him all the time. There's a difference between. Having your your game look like anime, the anime style, and then actual anime. Persona Five was anime. I saw it's, the ending it's, to it's, that shit. It's that the shit anime, was anime style, alright? No, that shit was anime. Just like Guilty Gear's anime style. I saw the style CG and the CG cutscene for the end. That shit was anime. Earth as thing fuck. anime. No, Fly anime like style. Goku. Just let it go, dude. You like dude, animation? Dude, I have no, man animations. I have what? the opening fucking song to this podcast. <laughs> it's 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 everything anime from Soldier. Boy. So that's fine. <laughs> um, so we played Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, by the time this uh, episode drops, you'll see our gameplay of it, which is mad fucking boring. So it's thirty-two minutes of us bickering and play- and him complaining about the Japanese language track. <laughs> yeah. That boy not but thick boy. Yeah, he 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 doesn't sound thick in Japanese. Well, fuck the Japanese voice tracks. All about that English voice. So I was mad Voiced. fucking hype. I was yeah. so hype about this game, and I was like excited as fuck because uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Guilty Gear, not like SPJ here, but I I understood the merit of that fucking game. The game looks gorgeous. Guilty Gear looks incredible. So like just marrying that with Dragon Ball Z just seems like perfect. Just the idea of like an anime fighter like Dragon Ball Z looking like an anime for once, and not desperately trying to make it look three D and shit like that. And to me, like, I was hype as fuck. So when I played it, I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was a really fun game. Until you play John, and then you're like, I don't want to play. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then, then you took in a pooper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But how, what do you think about it, SPJ? I like it. I like, what, what, that what, concludes what, SPJ video game review. What can I say? That shit's not no Street Fighter. But you know it's it's cool. It looks cool. You can press Fighter. you can press one button a lot, and then cool shit happens because that's what you want, right? I think yeah. it's faster than Street Fighter. Street Fighter is too slow. I found I know it, Street Fighter is slow. It's I for f- old people like me. I found it uh, easier to play than Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah, I I believe it. Yeah. It's not something you will pick up again. I'm assuming. Like if if you guys are playing, I'll probably play with oh, okay. you guys. But I I'm not gonna play by myself like i got fifa you know to play okay yeah, that but, other anime fighter yeah <laughs> the best 11 on 11 anime fighter i was i, uh-huh. I really i really like um oh that's crazy though 11 on 11 that's <laughs> yes. just that's just only three on three yeah, that's that's an orgy my g <laughs> um i mean like speaking because like, um milky's favorite character is krillin and krillin is like not the strongest character in, in the show uh, he's the strongest human on earth but he's not the strongest character in the show and like 
they recently started pushing that that Krillin is crafty as fuck in the show, and they make his character like that too in the game. Like he yeah. he, he does like a lot of weird, unusual shit, but like it's to prove that he's crafty. Like he's he oh, can't he's he can't keep up with the with like the strength and power of everybody around him. So he's he gotta fuck robots. <laughs> so he, <laughs> yeah, he's like crafty into crazy shit. He's so he, fucking robots. So he finds ways ahead of his time. Him. That anime meant sex robots are just coming yeah, out I know. now, and he got a sex robot impregnated too. So he finds so the, the character actually has weird moves that like are totally like totally out of the box and unusual. Yeah, like but, fucking like, robots. It works for his character. <laughs> like there's a straight up move where you, he throws a fucking rock. I'm sure you can combo that with something, but he literally throws a rock in one of his moves. Yeah. Um, he uses solar flare, which is like how the fuck do you use that in, in a fighting game? But they managed to find out to find a different way to make. Mm. It, to make him uh, make it useful. Like, what else do you do? I he was you... good, but like, I to me, I found that at least like playing with Vegeta seemed to be the funnest. I love Vegeta. like I think his his, his, his move set is just. I think it's easier to do, and it's also like funner to it's look satisfying. at and play with. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. You just press you just press X or Square a lot. Yeah, and cool shit happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, Goku and Vegeta, I think, are supposed to be the easiest characters to yeah, play. Goku's wax fucking. Um, because they're like they're supposed to re- they're supposed to represent Talk about vagina. like like Mario in in like in like a Mario Kart or, or Smash game. They're like very all around average and easy for like a newbie to pick up and start playing. Um, so I think that's the intention with those two characters. Whereas Krillin is a little bit more technical, where you can have to learn how to be crafty with this. Yeah, character. learn how to love to fuck robots. Do you remember yeah. anything else that he that he did in the game that was kind of cool? I forgot. I did yeah, um, he fucks robots. Uh, Think about it. Krillin grabbed a fucking sex robot yeah. and he wished for it to become a human because he wouldn't be able to get a human. No, to fuck she him. was already. <laughs> so. She was already human. He just wished for that self destruct, um, like the bomb inside of her to be removed. Well, what made her human? She was already human. So he took he took off her chastity belt. How did she become? How did she go from android to human? No, she was always she was all, always primarily human. Yeah, but he wished for her to be human. That's not true. Android eighteen and seventeen <laughs> were 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 teenagers that were kidnapped by Jero. Then Jero just enhanced with cybernetic parts, Jabroni? but they are human. Yeah, but their cybernetic parts are still there. Yeah. Completely there. Yeah, well, it's not really parts. He kind of enhanced them with just with machinery that makes just them strong. Just say bio android and call it a day. They're not bio androids because they're they're still humans. Fuck then, then why do they call why do they call androids if they're because human? Fuck because they have no fucking name for them. That's why. But no, yeah. remember, nah, they're androids, my G. You always remember like when Shenron, um, okay, Shenron was summoned. He's like, I wish for Android eighteen to be my lover and to be human. That's what he said. Um, but Shenron's like, no, she's already human. Blah blah blah. And he goes, oh, okay. So then he wished want- for her to be in love. So he gave her like a like a spiritual roofie. Yes. I wish for her to be constantly wet. So he's like, please remove the bomb inside of her, and she's like, but why the fuck would he do that for me? And that's when she fell in love with him. She he did it so he could stick his dick in there without shit exploding. Yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> um, or maybe he might feel good. He just pokes the bomb with his dick. He could maybe he could poke the on and off button in there. I'm actually like, <laughs> as soon as we finish this, I'm gonna play with Krillin a little bit and see like how his move set is. But he's cool. I I like the character. I just can't wait to get to the uh, robot fucking move list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be one like <laughs> like power drivers and like well I mean stuff like, like that Android eight, Android eighteen's um uh level three move a uh, special can be combined with Krillin so they I guess that's a little bit like fucking no they don't touch each other though they no, just they, stand next to each other I don't know I she mean, seems to bring she side. seems to bring her 
her her brother into the action more than anybody. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. her moveset involves her brother. Involves yeah. incest. <laughs> that's, that's, that's some incest shit right there. Because you compare when Krillin helped her to like sex. So when this nigga comes in, <laughs> so he helped her, he helped her sex. <laughs> yeah, that's some that's anime funny. shit right there. Yeah, you're right. When you, when you write, that's anime as fuck. Okay, to help her to sex. To help her to sex. Welcome to sex. Okay, let's get into some news. What's more news than welcome to sex? Do 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 do. Get a load of this. <sighs> so. Yeah. Say you're scrolling through your social medias of your choice. Let's say you're scrolling through Dragon Ball Fighters, and you see By the way, that Twitter accounts. <laughs> that that menu has got to be one of the worst menus ever made. Which one? Oh, the the lobby. The lobby shit. Where you walk around. And shit so like fucking that. annoying. Eh, whatever. Just make it a regular menu, my guy. You're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. It's a I fucking menu. Like, it's just to make annoying. It like social media or the Me Land from like Nintendo. It's I don't know. Fuck, yeah, but that's a fighting game. I just want to go to yeah. first. Exactly, and, and it's not, and it's not like you see other people there. It's just your fucking shitty ass. Goofy looking character. No, you do the see menu. other people there in the lobbies, in the the servers. What, what you were looking at was an offline lobby. Uh-huh. But why does a fucking offline menu need to look like that? That's just the way they. That's just the way they do it. Nah, I don't know style. Whack. I don't yeah. fucking know. But um, so let's say you yeah, you're scrolling through Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and you find a news article that makes you go like, "What the fuck?" That that's kind of little this. I didn't see any news articles. Oh, I don't know. Anime, I know, anime makes up. me go, "What the fuck?" All the time. So anyway, um, <clears throat> so I got an old news article that was uh, sent over to us by our board Dorky. Um, I just thought. Oh, it was, we could cut it out. I thought it was interesting, so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to use it. Dork Leto? So, this one is from motherboard.vice.com. Motherboard? Motherboard, like the computer part. Written by Jason Kuebler on October 2nd, 2015. So that's three years ago, about two and a half years ago. Damn, that is very old. Yeah. Um... Like it's just it's kind of like a story of like wow they they're really they're really that petty. This guy named um, Raymond Larkin Jones, he's like a really big fan of Pokemon, and he's he manages a cafe in Seattle or Weedaddle. Um, yeah. <laughs> so for five for for five years he was like hosting um like a a, a Pokemon themed kind of party. It's free. Everything's free. He gives away a lot of shit. He plays music. He does a Smash tournament. All that shit. Um, however, in that year two thousand fifteen, he um he decided to to promote the event using a poster, and that poster featured like it, it took images like it took Pikachu and it took like a another grass starter named Snivy, and he put it on the poster. Uh, just to advertise it. It's a free mm-hmm. event, so it doesn't fucking matter, right? Like, you, I mean, like, that's just usually how it works. You can't really, like, strike someone down you know, um, even though you're not, they're, not when make... they're not making any money, right? Apparently that's, not. I mean, it sounds like it. Yeah. Because... Oh, wait, did Nintendo bring down the cum hammer? Yeah, they did. Mm. What did they, they do? Instead of just a cease and desist, which is what norm, what people normally do, what companies normally do, because you know a lot of these people are just fans and they don't have money, um, so they just do a cease and desist, stop using our property for uh, for whatever whatever you want to use it for, but this they they straight up sued him. Mm-hmm. So they sued him, um, saying that you know Pikachu and Snivy are infringing on the company's copyright. So he, the lawyer, just said, okay, you know, big companies don't really go after the little guy very often. So his lawyers were like, just cancel the party and, and you know remove the posters from online. You should be fine. He, they straight up sued him, like straight up. It wasn't Nintendo. You know, Nintendo don't do that on YouTube. If you put anything, Nintendo put up and don't make a profit or don't monetize a video, 
They will go after your ass and give like, yo, put that shit down, son. Yeah, but they'll tell you, remove it. They won't sue you like right away. Yeah. Well, well they, the, they, they, you know how in Japan they're doing this like Mario Kart tours thing? Yeah. There's, they sued them. Really? But, but I think the, well, what this is is that it's like a tour where they, they take you around the city in Tokyo in these little carts. And everyone dresses up like Mario Mario Kart characters. Is that what we saw when we were in Tokyo? Yeah, that's what huh. that is. So we were, you weren't going insane. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I, I was like, I thought I was. And then I, I did research when we got back here and I saw what it was. Oh, that's cool. Well, so they they were getting sued for it, but they won. Huh. So they're still allowed to do it. I don't know on in what terms yeah, or what like the hell why, happened. How? It's weird yeah. how, how they win. Because they're making money off the image. Did they win, did they win the legal battle, the Nintendo? This one, yeah, they won it. Really? Yeah, they straight up even, won it. Even from a non-profit? Uh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, they won it. That's why it's like, it's so fucking, that's why I thought it was weird enough to um, to bring up here. Oh, man, fucking YouTube, don't even, we, when we do these, uh, what are we playing, don't even fucking think about Nintendo shit. They'll fucking come and well, get you with the fucking strike hammer. They'll come with Miyamoto's yeah. fucking Suge Knight, Miyamoto's dick, and just fucking slap you down. <laughs> well, I mean, right and now you make you commit Sudoku. Suge Knight Miyamoto is yeah. a fucking... Tough motherfucker, and he makes you commit Sudoku. Sudoku is <laughs> one of the hardest puzzle games I've ever fucking played in my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I would probably die in the middle of trying to finish one. And his 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 boys, him and his Nintendo boys, fucking making making cardboard look like it's cool again. My only guess is that Mar- the Mario Kart thing that you're talking about, the tour, is probably are they using the Mario characters on like a promotional material or anything? Well, no, what it is is that it's the carts. Yeah. But but people can dress they have like a like bins of costumes that yeah, people yeah. can pick out. They're not all just Mario Kart costumes, yeah. but the good majority of them are. So but they're just costumes. You can't really sue somebody for, for wearing a costume, can you? I don't know. Yeah, but they, they, they tried suing them for it and I they didn't they didn't win. Yeah, that's Nintendo's what I know. Petty as fuck. But this is this is the Pokemon company. The Pokemon the Pokemon company I just I think like they work with Nintendo. Like Nintendo owns the Pokemon company, I think. I'm not sure how that works, but the Pokemon Pokemon company is like oversees everything Pokemon, um. So they, they like they apparently didn't even bother going to court. They just said they straight up sent him a letter and said you need to pay us fifty four hundred dollars for copyright infringements. It's not that bad. It, it's I mean it's a little more than it, he shouldn't have to pay. I know, but yeah. it's not that bad. But um, the did he just straight up like get images from the internet and put them up or did he have like an artist draw no, he them? straight up got Im- images from yeah. the internet. Yeah, he like it, it is definitely art from Pokemon. Yeah. Or Google okay. images or something? Huh? Probably Google, Google images. I don't know. He probably do, found do them think, on the Pokemon Do you think they website. use ass.com? Yeah. Should have had someone just draw them and then just draw a dick on them to make it slightly yeah. different. Yeah, since if it's Weado, just make them, just paint them green. Yeah, just draw them normally but stick a blunt <laughs> in their lips. And, <laughs> yeah. and Nintendo can't do shit because it uh, yeah, it's the original design. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> original 420 Weed <laughs> trademark design. Uh-huh. Yeah, you don't fuck with that, man. 420s, where's that? Uh-huh. 420TM, so, boy. So they, <laughs> they demanded $5,400 from him, right? And, like, you know, I, if, if he, he said he probably could pay it off over the course of a year because it's a lot of money all at once. Mm-hmm. They said, no, you need to pay it, like, full right now. <laughs> So. Was he like, fuck you, Satchatori? <laughs> you and you and fucking Shook Night Mimo don't fucking scare me, boys. Shook Night Mimo can suck my cock. <laughs> you, can go, he... you can go fucking suck this cardboard dick that you guys are trying to sell right now. Yeah. You guys see about that shit? Some fucking cardboard. They're selling like $80 pieces of cardboard to put on your Switch. Wait, what? 
uh, to make it look like whatever. They're selling it for kids. It's like eight dollars. You just got a bunch yeah. of cardboard. There's a bunch it's of cardboard. It's called like Lesbo or something. <laughs> to make it look like what? Whatever it's, it's you want. It's just like um, it's cardboard with like like um like circuitry on it, like 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 chips or some shit like that, so that you can it allows like a little kid to build something, and when they build something with the cardboard, it can I guess it can appear in the, on the switch. I don't know really. No, how it let's works. look at it right now. I don't. I think it's just straight up just cardboard. No, no, that's what that's what I was explained by like Eugene or something like that. You know? I think it's just straight. There's no it's, circuitry, just cardboard to put your fucking switch in. I don't know, make a cardboard house and put your switch in to make it look like a piano or something. I'm pretty sure it's fucking crazy. It. No, they call the innovative. Fucking Shook Nightmare's like fucking out of his mind. He's like, yo, Nintendo, let's put some fucking $80 cardboard, I mean, my nigga. They call the innovative for a reason. I'm pretty sure what happens is you can build some shit and it'll appear on the switch so you can use it. Like it's it's supposed to like expand creativity for like little kids and shit like that, but it's too expensive. Like it's fucking for ridiculous cardboard. For cardboard, yeah. How much is it for cardboard? Um it's like I think it's like eighty dollars. I thought it was like sixty, sixty seven. For, for that way, premium dank cardboard. It's $60 what, you, for you cardboard. Know, it's have you ever been impressed by cardboard, though? Did you ever hold up a box? You're like, damn, this is like... No. No? No. Did I, I hold up a box where I'm like, damn, this is some fucking quality fucking cardboard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if it's that quality, then maybe I pay 60 maybe bucks. Some, maybe, Not 80 but maybe the 60 Maybe bucks. some fucking military-grade Kevlar cardboard box. Can I make it like... Can I make my Switch like shaped like a dick? And the tr- the possibilities are in for the choices, y'all. <laughs> the choices, y'all. So we can do it because it's literally way, like this. Way. This is what I saw. This is what I interpreted. It's literally just a cardboard box. You cut it to whatever you want. What they showed is like they cut it to make it look like a piano. They put the fucking switch where the keys are, and then press the buttons on the touch since it's a touch screen to play a, p- a fucking cardboard piano. <laughs> fucking me and Mo's making a killing out there. That guy's obviously smoking some fucking crazy shit, and the company's like, "Yo, that shit is dank, boy." Shooting <laughs> at me and Moto, yo. Don't talk too much shit about Suge Knight Miyamoto. He's going to come after you. Yeah, he's going to come after me and fucking smash my head and <laughs> make hey. me commit Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as of the the writing of the article... That's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Like, make me commit Sudoku. It's the most fucking... <laughs> Fucking realest thing, boy. He's, he's like that guy may be old, but he don't give you. Did you see him a couple years ago? He fucking ran up the E3 stage with a fucking sword and shield. about to fucking lop heads off. He's like, you don't like Zelda? Fuck you. <laughs> you don't like Mario? Fuck you. <laughs> Shook Knight Miyamoto. <laughs> with his fucking sword and shield ready to fuck people up. <laughs> oh, man. That man, obviously, that man's a dangerous man with dangerous ideas. Imagine a world where you spent $80 for cardboard. And it's a reality. That shit, that man is a, that just, he doesn't stop. He doesn't stop there. What's next? Plastic bags that are $100. <laughs> you can make cranes or some shit. <laughs> With circuitry, I guess. I'm going to put, um, that's the premium one. Circuitry bags. Paper bags. Um, so he managed to negotiate the fees down to $4,000. And then he started up. For cardboard. Oh, <laughs> uh, this up, is the, the Weedado guy yeah, with the, the Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. so he, and then he set up a GoFundMe to pay <laughs> off. And he got enough support. People helped him? People helped him. He, he reached his goal and then some. So he's fine. Oh, so he made some money out of it? Like Fucking bastard. Or some shit oh, like okay. That. Just 100 bucks? Yeah, just 100 bucks. <laughs> Um, I mean, as far as I know, I as up up to two thousand fifteen, he still had to pay for it. And it's funny because this guy could he barely was able to make you know the four thousand dollars. Yeah. But there was a guy a few years ago that was making a potato salad. 
and he fucking got something like I think it was like over fifty thousand dollars for potato salad. He yeah. was like, "Oh, I'm trying to make the best potato salad possible," yeah. and he made he made a GoFundMe for I think a hundred dollars. Yeah. And then that GoFundMe all of a sudden became like fucking. It went viral. So yeah, and he, he got like over fifty thousand dollars to make potato salad. Did he make yeah. like multiple plates of potato salad after that? I don't he, know. His ambition went higher than just. I don't know the aftermath, so. <laughs> gotta find out, man. Mystery's gotta be solved. All right, so that's the end of that one. <laughs> Death row, baby. Second one is from January eighteenth, written by Ben Hooper on UPI.com. So your boy's back. Yeah, yep, from ICP.com. Ben ICP. Ben Hoop. Um, Hoop squad. <laughs> so I like to, uh, what's it called? Like, I, I think it's fucking funny when when criminals or whomever tries to. When they die. No, when they try to um to to when, smuggle drugs. When they die drugs, of stupid of stupid causes. When they try to smuggle drugs, and in like and like disguise it in a in a weird fucking way to make it seem like it's a normal everyday like, thing. Like putting like cocaine up their ass, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, in this case, like, it is cocaine. Like snorting G Fuel, right? Or like putting cocaine inside of one of those cardboard boxes that's sold by Nintendo. Uh-huh. That's why it's $80 <laughs> or 60 Okay, the so they um, they found that um, authorities in Spain and Portugal managed to see 1,600 pounds of cocaine. 1,600 uh, pounds? 1,600 co- pounds Please of let cocaine. it be up some guy's ass. Uh, this guy's big as, ass, bro. This guy's as fresh pineapples. The freshest, right? Yes, they just looked. They just looked like they were. I mean, like they were being shipped with pineapples. I mean, so they they, they that was a little uh, like a little bit of improvement over the other cases we've had over the mm. over the last year or so. It was like one time it was like watermelon, right? They tried to put yeah, but it didn't look like real watermelons at all. At yeah, all. it was just like drugs, and they put like a like a green balloon over it. <laughs> so they took like I guess a, like a, like a, a few pounds of cocaine and then and like in a plastic bag I'm assuming and they covered it in yellow wax and then they put uh, the pineapple skin over it so it, it I think that's a pretty good way of, of, of hiding it to make it look like pineapples do you that. think do you think pineapples come squared no why because usually cocaine comes in square boxes packages uh, I'm pretty sure they you, ma- think, you they think they made someone they had like an artist an artisan to like just put <laughs> a, co- a cocaine shaped uh, pineapple out like figure <laughs> They could have just like molded with their hands. <laughs> they hired someone know, I, I just to do get, that. I don't know if drug dealers are, like that artistic, but you know whatever. I'm pretty sure like they just put. You think it's squared? You think it's squared? The ma- the wax over it to make it look like a pineapple. Like it wouldn't work if it was a square. I want to really believe that they fucking put <laughs> square as pineapple. pineapple, and they got caught because of it. Because you know wait, wait. wait something's wrong with this pineapple. I, I like it when they do something illegal, but they try to get away with the most dumbest thing possible. Yeah, this was one of them. That's why I grabbed it. So, I mean, it. is there any picture? I would really, I'm crossing my fingers to square-shaped pineapple. Oh, there's a video, so I'm, I'm just, I'm waiting for it to load right now so I can show you the picture. Watch it be a bunch of pounds of, like, protein powder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sick shit. Probably, if it's protein powder, Max was probably involved. <laughs> oh, that fucking, think... <laughs> that guy's in shit is yeah. fucking dang. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. But what's worse, drugs or Suge Knight Miyamoto sending, selling cardboard boxes to little kids? Or Tide Pods? Well, Tide Pods, well, fuck, man, that's hard. Because Tide Pods, I mean, you got reta- to be retarded or or really dumb to, to take like a t- t- Tide Pod challenge seriously. Who the fuck is going to send those like, well, hold on a sec, hold on, folks. This guy's showing me some, some potential squared uh, pineapples. Let me see here. 
What did you say this was in Spain? Yeah. Spain. At, at, I mean, that's... Wait. There, it's like, this is in the middle of already carving it. So this is, so I'm pretty sure it was, it was more round. Remember, we have to say España. <laughs> oh, so, the, yeah, they, they, they shaped it like a cylinder. But pineapples are not cylinder, though. But they shaped it like a cylinder. I guess that's the closest you can. Why they got a sledgehammer? <laughs> Why the fuck do you need a sledgehammer for a pineapple? Crack that baby open, son. Oh, okay, so they just cracked the pineapple open and put the drugs in there and then put the pineapple back, right? Yeah, I thought it was in a plastic bag because it seemed like it would be Like a better, Russian but, nest doll, right? But it looks like they molded the, the, the wax like container and then they poured uh, cocaine in it. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you just go all the way and just get cut open a pineapple, put it in there, and then have pineapple? Yeah, so they just cracking. Oh, that's why they're using a sledgehammer because it's like yeah, a bunch of... Yeah, crack the wax. It's a bunch of Campbell soup cans, cans right? Damn, look at this guy. He's like... Fuck, man, getting off the rice. Man, those thumbs. cops are going to have a fucking crazy night when that shit gets back to the fucking <coughs> station. I know, they'll be like... They're all going to take at least a few dozen bumps. <laughs> or that would be like, man, all these fucking wasted pineapples. Especially the ones that like work overnight. Oof. <laughs> it's only Red Bull. Those are taking a few hits. <coughs> shit. Man. That's probably like the um, perks of being a cop, right? You get to do all the drugs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably have to try the drugs so you know what they look like and what they smell like. How often do police officers get tested for drugs? How the fuck am I supposed to know? I don't know. Aren't you, you a model know, citizen? You, yeah. You're supposed to know in case. They get tested every five years. <laughs> That's it. So you know the amount of drugs you can do for four years, four and, then, and a half years straight, and then make it gone in like a month. Yeah, just get this. some fucking cranberry juice. I was I was hoping that it was just literally squared pineapples. I know you were <laughs> wishing for it, even though I told you no, it's not. John. Me too. I was hoping it was. But no, that's that's the end. I get a load of this. <clears throat> well, I did get a load of that. <laughs> you just got a load of this. <sighs> yeah, baby. You just took a load right to the face. How the fuck do I intro your segment again? Don't worry about it. Just just do it off how you feel. Just do it off feeling. Just do it, baby. Um, the Gucci suits. So SPJ here. Yeah. Sometimes he watches movies. I do. That is that is fact. So mystery solved. He has a segment called Semi Plot where he talks <coughs> about movies that I haven't done in like since last year. Yeah. So what Semi Plot, John? I thought you were gonna introduce me to Semi or introduce. I did. The, I just right now. The massives out the mass out there about this amazing segment that goes that expands galaxies, that expands reality, that expands stuff. Yeah, I thought you it used to be like world famous no, and then known across it, the universe. It world star approved. World famous and then it became World Star Approved. <laughs> I mean it was world star it was world famous and then it, got, <laughs> it was world star. <laughs> it got very, very famous to the point where it was like it was like crossing time and space and yeah. uh, galaxies and universes. And I'm like, did I try? Became... Did I try pillars of or fabrics of reality? Just tears through fabrics of reality, pillars of eternity. Well, then it did go back to being like nothing. Yeah, then but went back now to it's nothing. climbing up. You just made it like it was nothing again. Yeah, just you like, re- no, you're... it was never climbing up. I, the, I, we minimized it as much as possible. I think the last time I said it, it was like a speck in, in like a twinkle in John's eye, semi ply. <laughs> a speck, a twinkle. It's gotta keep. It's gotta keep rising, man. It's yeah, gonna it's, become it's like, u- universal again. It's it's, good. Yeah, it's like a supernova. It's gonna it go, be a galactic fucking vicious, segment. It's that vicious cycle where it just blows up. And goes turns back to whatever, and then goes back again. So, 
Describe Sydney <laughs> plot, please. It's it's the uh, <clears throat> it's the most deepest, the most obviously the most dankest. Yeah. The most obviously. the most fourth wall. The most accurate, the most plain, ethereal, plain crossing segment known to man. Okay, what do you call semi plot? And what do you do with it? Just tell talk about movies. Okay, and it's it's such a trans. (laughs) (laughs) Such a transsexual way. Such a trans. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Let's just talk about movies, how they really are, how they actually are envisioned, what not were, what we see. But, but what, what were you trying vision. to say? Well, you're like he's such a trans transcendence. Yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, <laughs> uh, this week, what are you talking about? Which movie? I'm talking about this human flick. Oh shit! This human is it a skin flick? flick? I was about to say, is it skin? <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it when well, <laughs> well, there, is, there is skin there. Ooh. There is a man's a butt, booty, Ooh. a man's butt, man's butt. <laughs> I I want you. Uh, I'm gonna have you the easy way or the hard way. The choice is yours. Yo. <laughs> See, to okay. me, that's sexy. <laughs> booty. <laughs> it's more important than wilder. Booty, a man's butt. <laughs> so, <laughs> booty, more important than eating. <laughs> Movie, booty. The movie's the movie's called Booty. No, the movie's called The Disaster Artist. The Disaster Artist, directed and starring James Franco. Ah, uh, James, the Franco. Yeah, did you see? There, apparently, there's like another uh, documentary out there. I forget the name of it, but it's about like uh, you know <laughs> guys raping each other in prison and shit like that. <laughs> Is it on an episode of Scared Straight? I mean, that's no, like but it, I forget what it was. But it was like this guy. He was talking, and he's like, "Yeah, so you know, this motherfucker owed me like twenty bucks. So I, you know, I took him in the closet and I sucked his dick, and Wait. then I stabbed him six times in the chest <laughs> while he was sucking his so dick." So he said he he said he owed him. They owed him money. The guy owed him money, so he sucked the so guy's he sucked dick. His dick because because the guy owed him money, so he decided to suck the guy that owed him money his dick. What the Man, fuck? prison logic is crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it was because he wanted to stab his ass while he was sucking his dick. So he was sucking oh, his dick as a distraction and then stabbed, I see. The old shanked tr- his ass a bunch of times. The, the old Trojan horse. Is move. it worth it? <laughs> hey, when you... That's definitely not the first dick he took in the mouth, boy. Come on. And that's not the first time he probably stabbed somebody either. Okay, so but that's the old Trojan, Trojan horse. <laughs> the old Trojan... <laughs> you, go, you go in, and then when their guard's down, you just go for the shank. What's a disaster artist? Uh, it's a prison rape documentary okay. <laughs> <laughs> about a man, about a man who was who had talent, and he threw it all away because he just threw it all away. He was in jail, <laughs> and then he sucked someone's dick and, sh- and shanked him and became very no, <laughs> had very high notoriety in his prison cell and became the king, the king of prison of that prison. Mm-hmm. Up the hill. Okay, so I guess we can end it right there, right? The, arch- the archipelago <laughs> islands. <laughs> I kind of want to see this movie he's making up. <laughs> is this like it. a sequel to The Wall Man? Like I said, it's a documentary of how you probably shouldn't, you probably don't want to go to prison because Bubba's waiting for you at <laughs> you the entrance. You probably don't want to. I mean, there's some people that want to. You know how like those people that go to prison on purpose, they get paid? <laughs> they, 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 they take the fall for somebody on purpose to get paid later on, then they get bailed out or whatever. Maybe I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's talk about something you do know. What I'm talking about that's a disaster artist. Okay. All right. What's the disaster? <clears throat> what's the disaster artist about? That though? movie, man. Well, obviously, let me give you a little background before I go into how how 
gangster it is, right? So Milky, my boy here, told me about this room called the artist. I'm like, who's this Tommy Tommy Wizzo guy? So he was like, it's the best movie you've ever seen. I'm like, all right, well, the watched room. it. You talking about the, the room? room. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Saw it. Changed my life forever. I can't see life anymore how it is anymore. Yeah. So, that got me super hyped for the fucking disaster arts. And that movie is so, I mean, I know, I, you know, obviously they fucking Hollywood up in some spots. But, that shit, I'm like, damn, that shit's almost accurate to the movie itself. You know, the parts where they did show the movie to the point where they fucking actually just showed a bunch of parts that recreated. But that movie's yeah. so fucking The gangster. disaster artist is about the making of the, <laughs> of the room. John wasn't getting to get no, it's a, it's a, it's a biopic. It's a biopic, yes, I it's guess. A, biopic comedy, I guess. It's a Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero biopic about their making, their, their, their story and making of The Room. Ah, uh, and what they went through, the trials and tribulations. Which is it's based on the book, The Disaster Artist, written by um, Greg Sestero and some guy named Tom Bizzle or something like that. I just love how it wasn't, he wasn't getting to it fast enough. So Christian no, it's, getting, not, it's not about fast enough. It's that like he was never going to get there. No, I was. I was get there. <laughs> he was going to get there. He was just when, taking his time and layering I, all the comedy on it before he got to when it. When I got there, I was going to was gonna get you, hit you hard. Fucking the way you like he it. He said when my boy Milky told me about the about this The Room disaster <laughs> artist. He said when my boy Milky told me about this room that I called know, the disaster that, artist. I, <laughs> I was like, I what? Know. No, yeah, I, I don't know that. about that. I'm going to go back and I want to I want to said. I was just going to let it go. I don't think I said that, but whatever. There's two people telling you you said that. Yeah, but and you're like, no, that's not true. Of course that's what you said. Yeah, but then there's two people talking about how booty's amazing. I didn't see that. You guys were talking about booty was amazing. So you're telling me booty's not amazing? I heard you say it. A you man's butt. Back, oh, now I just want to answer. A me. man's you butt. You go back and listen to it as many times as you want. I will. You said the room that my boy Christian like told me about some shit like that. You yeah. called the movie. <laughs> he said my boy Milky told me about uh, yes, this room called the disaster that. artist. I don't remember his exact words, but I remember him saying the room in the wrong context, and I'm like, I'm just gonna let that go. Well, John's talking his piece. I'm just gonna let it go. Well, we'll we'll see when when it comes. No, out. and that's what you said. I promise we'll, you, that's what you said. You we'll see when it, we'll see when you. it comes out. Yeah. We'll but, see what it comes out, what, is, what is the disaster artist about? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like you said, it's about it's a bio, it's a fucking funny ass biopic of Tommy White, Tommy Wiseau, or Tom Dubs, or uh, Tommy Wizzo, or whatever his fucking name is. T Dub, T Dubs, and his boy. Yeah, they, oh damn, I didn't know we had this here. <laughs> when, was, we, when did we have the Jesus Tommy White? That was that was Paco's. No, I know it was a Christmas, yeah, but when was it there? It's always it's, it's always been, been, there. been there. Saint Tommy. Hold ever on. since ever since uh, he got it, it's been on on the desk. Damn, it smells like fucking European. And, and American, know, American man. I mean, you, I don't know if you've noticed, American but Tommy, a picture of, of a side a side picture of Tommy Wiseau has been staring at you the moment you you sat down. Damn! Look wow. at that sexy picture of Tommy Wiseau. I'm so fucking unaware. Is that when he was like that's when he was young? That yeah, was like probably forty years ago. Yeah, he was probably twelve in yeah. this picture. Yeah, I believe it. It's a really young picture of Tommy Wiseau that Christian received um, when he ordered something from his website. Um, yeah, when I when I bought SPJ's pre- uh, Christmas present, yeah. it came with that. Yeah, yeah. I wore, you know, I wore that shirt out in public. Yeah, I, yeah. well, I didn't give you the shirt. I he got gave you the shirt. shirt. He got you the underwear. I got yeah, you the know, underwear but... with the Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, you told me that someone. Uh, yeah, somebody noticed me. Someone recognized oh, someone it. Noticed well, not noticed me, but like, like they just pointed my shirt and like, yeah, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's when I went to Publix to get some water. Awesome. You're tearing me apart, How Lisa. How is the underwear, by the way? Did you try it? I haven't worn it, actually. Oh, I should. Okay. Yeah, why not? At least wear it on your head. Try it out. 
I think I wore it on my head on Christmas Day, actually, to tell you the truth. I believe I did. Okay, I thought it was a bandana. So this is a, <laughs> a, a, a funny-ass biopic. Okay, continue. Uh, I mean, there's not much I can say for it. I say everybody should watch that shit. Even if you... I don't even... You don't have to really even watch The Room to get the context, Lou, because this shit's been a may-may for so long. So yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody knows. Yeah. And, and you were talking about earlier that, like, a lot of stuff in there is actually true. Like, I listened to the audiobook from the actual book, The Disaster Artist, and a lot of it is true. They do change some shit up, but... Yeah, to Hollywood it up, but yeah. from so what I've like seen... It's, like, specifically the ending and um, the part about when they move to L.A. together, because that happens, like, Greg moves way before, and he's staying at Tommy's apartment by himself for a few months, and then eventually Tommy comes down later on. Yeah, so it's almost accurate, but, like, you know, obviously they... I don't think it, I don't think their lives were that much, like, that comedic, but they just added the comedy, because, you know, it's supposed to be lighthearted, I guess. Yeah, but, like, like when they're having an argument and, and James Franco's fucking naked. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he does it. He fucking, that, that voice, he does the voice so perfectly. I don't know. Like, did he just sit there and watch The Room constantly just to perfect that, his uh, imitation? <laughs> um, I think Christian actually knows. He was obsessed with for a while. Like, how did, how did he learn how to do the impression so well? Well, yeah, it, it's with from the movie and from interviews, but he, um, apparently back then, Tommy Wiseau would actually record himself talking like kind of like a like the diary but he would just like fucking just record himself talking about his everyday life and greg sestero got a hold of those tapes and gave it to james franco so then james franco listened to it in the car and listened to it everywhere so he could get used to the accent he fucking he fucking stole some <laughs> some some merchandise boy mm-hmm, some trademark He's, tapes i know he smuggled that shit to him he's like can you imagine he like he was like he was like with a coat. He's like, "Yo, James, I got you know I got these fucking dank ass tapes for you." you Wait, know, who's doing one this? One hit will get you hooked. Greg, Greg Casero. Okay, I don't this. think you mentioned that. I'm like, somebody's doing. Well, who else? Who fucking else stole it? Himself? Yeah, Tommy <laughs> Wiseau Tommy, Tommy leaked Wiseau out his own mixtape from his own fucking stash and was like, "Yo, his you fucking want some vault? of this, James?" His vault of um, secrets. So. It's a, it's a, it's yeah, it's it's a re, it's kind of like a retelling of what happened. It's fairly accurate to the reality, but of course they 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 changed some things up so that it's um, uh, it makes for a better movie. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's not it's, a do- it's not a documentary. It's, it's a not, fucking it's not, movie. It's, not, it's a movie, and it's a very very entertaining movie. It's very yeah, funny. It has a message, and and it does have a message. Yeah, for some, it's like it's so weird that that making of one of the worst movies ever. I mean, like the the, the one of the worst movies ever is the room. The making of one of the worst movies ever. To, and ends up being one of the best movies around, you know, like it's so good. Very, um, very and it's good. again, like it, it's it's you think that you know you it's so easy to make fun of Tommy Wiseau, but he really had like genuine intentions. He was actually trying to make the best movie he could possibly fucking make, yeah. and it's just like a story of how he just desperately wanted to make it in that business, and he he made an effort and he did something about it. He cre- he made his own movie, which is pretty fucking. He wanted insane. to make his own Hollywood movie. That's exactly. A, that's what makes the room, even though like no matter how bad it is, that, yeah. that's what makes it so watchable. Is because at at its core, like it has heart and it, like you see it, even though it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. But he tries. You see, there it has it, it has something to it because there's so many fucking movies out there that are bad, but yeah. you don't watch them every fucking day. Yeah. If they're on, if if the room's on every day, I will sit down and watch the whole thing every <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, I'd rather watch the room in theaters again than watch fucking Transformers. Something with like a million budget that's yeah. fucking dumb out of its mind. <laughs> when I when I got this movie, it's full of heart. Like I I watched the movie, I'm like, fuck man. I could fucking make a movie just as just as bad, but, but, I, but, I, but I can make it. Yeah, and it yeah. won't be as good, though. That, that, well, that tells me that yeah. I can do it. Yeah, you yeah. can do it, yeah, yeah. If I have the conviction, I can yeah. do it. Yeah, because it's, it's about two guys who, well, mainly mainly Tommy, who just pushed and pushed. 
even though all the odds were against him, he yeah. made a fucking movie. A and fucking it's movie. like that. It, yeah, now it's fucking sells thousands of copies now. It's a cult classic. And right? I, I mean, like, when I first watched it, I made fun of it. I'm like, this guy's a fucking joke. He's an idiot, blah, blah, blah. And, but Maria, like, made it, made it, like, a very sobering point. She's just like, man, I just wonder how he felt when he found out, like, he put his heart and soul into making this movie, and then it ended up being a joke. Like, everybody thought it was funny rather than He's what probably he devastated, it but exactly. look where I got him now. I, I never thought about that. So when I heard that, I was like, fuck, I didn't think about that. Mm. And they show you, you yeah. know, in their, own, in their own dramatic way, they show you exactly how... He reacted the first time when people started watching and laughing instead of like crying, which is what he intended them for, to do. Like it's it's a little heartbreaking, but it's just like it's just a, a it's really a story of like try, like pursuing your dream and triumphing in a different way. In a different way, but the way like the way he went about it was the best thing he could possibly ever done. But he took it in as like, oh, I fucking did it. You know, I I meant it to be funny. Like yeah. he he just he just accepted it, and it's yeah. like he like because this movie used to say um when he first released the the, the DVD it would say yeah. like a Tennessee William level drama on it. Oh really? Yeah, but then instead of him taking that out, he just added a dark comedy underneath it. <laughs> so it was just like he, he he just like took it on. I was like, oh, you know, I always meant it. And he still says to this day, like in the room, you could laugh, you could cry, you could do whatever as long as you don't hurt each other. And it's like, you never really know what he's trying to say, but he owns the fact that people love it for yeah, maybe yeah, a reason exactly that he didn't right. intend to. He, I mean, like, I'm sure it devastated him at first. It destroyed him knowing that, like, it, it wasn't exactly what he wanted it to be. But, like... He's just like, fuck it. You know, I'm going to embrace it because they love it, just not in the way I wanted them to, but they do love it. I think yeah. the movie did come out the way he wanted to be, just the reactions is not what he wanted. Yeah, well, because I think he just... I, I guess he just thought it was a different level than what it actually was yeah. at the end of the day because, I don't know, maybe it has something to do with um, him like being from a different country and maybe his understanding of certain things is just not correct. Yeah. But, but that's what makes it unique out of yeah. all the yeah all the yeah. shit we have now. Yeah, and th- there's one thing that like James Franco said that uh, actually like uh, I like he's like because when they first preview when they first um, screened Disaster Artist, I think it was like South by Southwest or something like that. Uh, the movie actually had a, like a standing ovation afterwards, and Tommy was there seeing the movie for the first time as well. Yeah. And and James Franco put it in his way. It's like. They weren't just applying the movie. They were applying, like, for Tommy, who yeah. was there, too. And this was, like, probably the first time in his life that he got non-ironic applause. Yeah. And cheer. So, it's, like... Because it's a story about his life. It's kind of, like, how, how weird he's... he's um. Oh, by the way, even that part at the end where he <laughs> says, this is my movie and this is my life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's actually something that he said on his oh. first screening. And things like that. So, it... <laughs> So he actually thought the room was like, you know, his life. Yeah. It was supposed to be. Well, like his life his, for, for a couple of months or a year. Or like like a Shakespearean play. You know, he thought it was like something like that, right? Yeah. He, he really wanted that thing to be he like fucking made incredible. It. But he made it, of course. Like it's a feat in itself. I think he spent like $6 million on it. Of his own money. Of his own money making that thing work, even though it doesn't quite work. But I mean, it, but that's baller. He, he, he did. He made the, his money back. Yeah, he I mean, put it out in the theater himself. It, it looks didn't. good. Like the movie looks like it shot pretty well, but it's just like, eh. It's better than most indie flicks. But you know? look, no major 
production house would ever put this shit out. Yeah. That's why, thank God we have yeah. stuff like this. Yeah, he put it out himself. He, what he really wanted, he, again, this is just a story of, of a person who was determined to pursue a dream. Mm-hmm. And it worked Tommy Wiseau films. In a different way. And it was great. He let you know by putting two yeah, Tommy Wiseau two. films percent yeah. in front of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, what, what production house would let you do that shit? None? It, it's just like, you know, and... Also, the making of the disaster artist inspired Greg Sestero to write a new movie. Yeah, that he, movie doesn't look good. He apparently went. He went home and he wrote a movie in five days called Best Friends, and he said Greg Sestero w- was like, "Okay, I finally, with everything that's been going on lately, I finally think that I understand Tommy Wiseau a little more because Tommy Wiseau always wanted to be taken seriously as an actor." But Tommy Wiseau's problem is that he always saw himself as the American, all-American, nice guy. So instead, Greg Sestero wrote him a part where he's all weird and fucked up. So he wrote a really weird, eccentric character for Tommy to play. So this is a movie that's supposed to come out sometime this year. We'll see how it is. supposed to be. Well, well you know, it's, it's weird yeah. because the movie was so long that they split it into two movies. God. Just like Kill Bill. It doesn't look that good. <laughs> it I looks mean, amazing. I'll watch it, but it doesn't nah, look that good. Why you being a bitch? It doesn't look good. What it looks really saying? good. It well, it good. looks like it's shot better than the room. Yeah, it does. Oh, you know, we now, we're I in mean, HD they, era and now. We had a, and plus, we have a, there, there's an actual director. Like, it's not Greg Cicero, right? He just wrote it. He just wrote it, yeah. yeah so what do you say? You saying Tommy Wiseau wasn't an actual director? I mean, uh, the first time directing wasn't bad. I'll tell you that. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Um... All right, so how many Milky Booty Holes do you give uh, The Disaster Artist? Five out of five, boy. Nice. That shit, I would recommend everybody, fucking everybody from all ages. <laughs> I mean, um, fucking James Franco is getting a ton of like attention for his his impression yeah. of Tommy Wiseau. Like, he got a Golden Globe, and he got a Critics' Choice World Award. Did he get a Nickelodeon Teen Award? <laughs> um <laughs> Probably not. That's the, that's, get, that's the one that counts. Did he get slimed on? And then, unfortunately, that's when all the sexual misconduct allegations came out, and now they're like, fuck you, you don't deserve any more awards, so he stopped being nominated It happens like with everybody. It yeah, happens with fucking Kevin right. Spacey. Yeah. Who else? Who else? There's somebody else that happened that, that happened to it like earlier this year. Harvey Weinstein? Well, I mean, he's a yeah. douchebag. <laughs> to me, with, so to me it's like, <clears throat> I don't know, there's people that are complete fucking assholes, and then there's people that it's like, it seems like it's just confused you because it it seems that women and men do not know what is okay with between one another anymore. Yeah. Not just famous people. It seems like in general yeah. as it gender separation, we don't know what they think is okay and it's just it just doesn't work yeah. that way. There's that's, like a miscommunication or something there. Yeah. That seems so, to be the case with Aziz Ansari. Yes, right that yeah. seems to be the case with Aziz Ansari and I even think a little bit with James Franco. So it's like I mean, I don't know anything about James Franco, so yeah. I can't really like um comment on it, but I know that he's like I mean, and like I'm saying this based on with complete ignorance. I have no idea what happened between I don't even know what the allegations are. It just seems like Franco is under some shit because it just seems like he made some bad choices, but not necessarily... It doesn't mean that he's necessarily a bad person. That's yeah. what I'm getting from it, but I really don't know. Yeah. But, like, but, yeah, so he's... Therefore, all his awards buzz is gone because yeah. of this. You it know? He was He was photoshopped out of a, out of a fucking magazine cover. Yeah, because it's, it's of, fucking... You know? it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But it's, to me, it's like... I get, like, the there is a problem, and you have people like, obviously, like Harvey Weinstein, yeah. and, and even that fucking asshole... Like, he was, like, an Olympics fucking doctor... Who used to molest everybody? Like, dude, that that was insane. But 
but there is there's like guys that just happen to fall under regular things like Aziz and yeah, Sorry, where it's like sorry. attacking and accusing people like that to me kind of dilutes the, the, the issue. I'm, I read her story. Her story makes it seem like he wasn't taking no for an answer, but it doesn't mean it, it didn't come off as someone who's a complete predator either. Yeah, the moment she said this in her story, there was a point when I, when I straight up said no, he stopped. And then we sat on the couch and I obviously seem upset, and he didn't even come over and play with my hair. The moment she re- that's written, to me, it's like you're expecting this guy to read what's going on and think, oh, I should go console her and play with her hair right now. That, to me, it's kind of already messed up the rest. Part. I just read that, like, it, it, despite the fact that she said no, he, he was. She stop. never said no. Yes, she did. She, when she said no, he stopped. Yeah, no, no, she said, no, I'm not uncomfortable. She said it multiple times, but he would stop for a little bit, but then continue and keep keep moving towards it as if it was okay. So that's what I got from it, is that, like... No, what, from what I, from the thing that I read, she would make it obvious, she would make it obvious, but not straight, like, saying no. When she actually said no, they stopped, and that's when they went over to the couch. And but before he, that... From what, on the couch, he continued doing more things. From what I read, like, he still didn't stop. But like from what I read later on, like he explained, she explained everything to him, and he said, "I am truly sorry. I didn't. I, it seems like I misread everything, and so on." So he apologized right away. He he did show some sort of remorse. Like yeah. he, it just seems like again, like it's one of those things where he just like he made he, again. He made some bad choices. He didn't read the situation properly, and he made her. He really fucked her over a little bit. But like, I don't think he's a bad person. No, to me, it's, it's like... one isolated incident, I feel like. It, it's just hard to read. Because if yeah. you're both there and she gets naked, yeah. not in, I didn't undress her, they both get naked out of their own accord and things are happening there. To me, it's kind of like, how can I not think this is going to happen from my side as a man? Like, it's gotten that far where she's got herself naked and it's going to happen. I get it. She She's p- maybe not directly saying it. But to me, that's just hard to read. When I already get that far, it's hard to read. I mean... That's, I, that's what I think. It's really hard to read unless someone tells you, Hey, dude, stop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to taxi. I'm going home. Then you'll be, oh, shit. Okay, my bad. But up to that point, it's just very, very fucking difficult to read. I wouldn't be able to pick it up. I know that, like, Aziz Ansari is, like, his situation is so different from everybody else's, it seems like. Because that story, although, like, some of it comes off kind of disturbing, it still comes off as someone who just made a mistake like he didn't necessarily he doesn't do that it's not a, he's not a repeat offender he's not he's not like in, insist he's not insisting upon it with everyone forcing it and then telling them to shut the fuck up and and yeah. and you know like threatening them with his power that's yeah, not what he wasn't like. doing anything he just seems like it just it just happened one night and you know people make mistakes and that's look that looks like it's just one of those mistakes that as he's made so it's like everything's kind of it seems like things have been changing with his specific story because like it's it's more ambiguous than it's ever been whereas people like kevin spacey and harvey weinstein we know that they were repeat offenders and they continuously did what they did and he knew what they were doing Man. was wrong because they they paid them off and they used their power to intimidate these women this not say or, or men and women to not say anything yeah that that is completely like abuse of yeah. their fucking power yeah and and it's like you say something and you're gonna get ruined your life is fucking over pretty much aziz is just it was they went on a date and it was just misunderstanding between the two yeah that's what that's it pretty much like. what it seems like yeah like but like i said i would be in the same situation i wouldn't fucking read it that easily it's not that easy to fucking read women are like the fucking hardest book in the world i'll tell you that it comes down to like 
when they want to go eat and they don't know where, it's like, hey, where do you want to eat? Uh, anywhere is fine. All right, let's get Chinese. Nah, not Chinese. All right, where do you want to eat? Uh, let's see. Let's go get sushi. No, not sushi. All right, what do you want? Anywhere. I don't. That's a fucking hardest honest. book in the world. I don't, I don't <clears throat> think that's specifically women. Because that is fucking women, bro. No, it's I'm not. telling you. I, I have like I know a couple where it's actually the the roles are completely reversed. That is probably rare. The woman is like, uh, "Where do you want to go? I, I don't care. I don't give a fuck anywhere." And then, then but when suggest- she when she agrees to anywhere, he goes, or does he say, "No, not that." Every time she mentions, uh, 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 like she give, she would give her choices. Like I want this or this, and he's like, and he, the person will get like, what the fuck? I told you, pick some place. Yeah, just pick something. He, she did. She gave them. She don't she, give me options. Just pick. She gave them no, but that's, that's pretty close though. She narrowed it down to exactly what she wanted. So and she, but she wanted his input as well. Like there's nothing wrong with asking that. To me, it's like, see, like when a man says. <laughs> Whatever you want, it really means you pick whatever you want. But when a girl says I mean, yeah. whatever you want, then I tell you something, and then you're like, no, nah, not that. I, don't, I think you're being, obviously, you're, you're intentionally doing this, but it's just like we already have trouble. Having Am I women. triggering you? No, we already have trouble um, with women listening to our podcast anyway, so I'm like, okay. Nobody so is going to stop listening because of that. We already have trouble. With, uh, Nobody with listens to, to this. Nah, women don't listen. You're lying. I already know you're lying. Women so don't we, like, we should discuss this shit when Paco's back on. She's the only girl that's on this podcast. But like, I, I have this conversation with her every oh, fucking I know. day. I can see it with Paco because that's just the type of girl she no, is. She's super indecisive. It's not just her, dude. I, I know. I, I, I don't think it's only women. That's a problem. Like it happens with a lot it's ma- of women. It's, it's majorly, mostly women. But I, I think it happens with both genders. It depends on the person, obviously. So mainly anyway. women because they are indecisive. How many booty booty hoes do you give the disaster artist? I told you, man. Five. I'll give I'll give the disaster artist five undecisive little hoes. <laughs> <laughs> Five, definitely. Everybody, Five undecisive like said, little hoes. Everybody, why the fuck's my phone asking me to, to download Instagram? What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I, I want to say four, but it's only because I haven't. Seen, I, I saw it back in December, and I want to rewatch it, so probably I'll, I'll give it four for I'd now. I'd say a five. Mm. Everybody should watch it. Uh, everybody yeah. from every age. On, on the real, I'll give it a four. Yeah, I think it's a really good movie. I saw it twice. Movie. Oh, you did? Yeah, I want, it's a really good movie, so I, and I want to rewatch it. So, um, Yeah. Yeah, definitely watch The Disaster Artist. I think it's worth it, and... Um, yeah, for everybody. And if you everybody. fucking want to go eat somewhere, just say where you want to eat. Yeah, period. Man. Don't give me like 8,000 choices because I most likely won't give a fuck. Yeah, men and women stop being undecisive little hoes and just do it. Anything and everything you talked about, you can find at undecisivelittlehoes.com and you can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at DropLossPC and like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DropLossPodcast or by searching DropLoss Productions on Facebook. You can follow me on the Instagram at Drop Loads and go check out our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash Drop Loads P. That's Drop Loads and another P. We have a new show with uh, who you mentioned earlier, actually, Dorky. Dorky. Starting up on February 8th, on Thursday, February 8th, we're going to have, uh, I think his show is called Wake Up. Wake Up. And uh, it's pretty much Dorky going on rants about, you know, things that uh, he maybe doesn't understand or is a little upset about. So does that mean we're, we're, we're getting put on the chopping block? No. Oh, oh, I specifically, no. No, you guys, you guys are Wednesdays. 
no, 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 no. Like, yeah, we're no. What? <laughs> now I'm we're, fucking with just you. Just gonna cancel our show without telling us and just like break that's the news happen- over the podcast. That's what happens. You're when you're not an undecisive little hoe. You decide. <laughs> okay. All right. So please don't forget to check out this uh, cool networker podcast called the BS Podcast Network. You can check it out bspodcastnetwork.com. It's started up by the dudes at Pure BS Podcast. Or if you can please check out the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/bspodcastnetwork, and donate a few shillings here and there. It'll directly help us out um also we're on two internet radio stations the first one is the mix talk you can find it at themixx.fm we played on tuesdays at 12 p.m central 1 p.m eastern we're also on cornucopia radio that's c-o-r-n-u-c-o-p-i-a hyphen radio that's the uk we play randomly once throughout the week so hopefully one day you just happen to tune in and listen to us uh once again check out the youtube channel new show coming soon with a real dorky hero is what he mm-hmm. calls himself and um <clears throat> please don't forget to check out uh, the Don Francisco Promise Historia it is SPJ's second finest hour second. in his entire fucking life yeah nothing will ever I mean something's already pers- surpassed it but it won't go nothing will ever surpass that again yeah, yeah. and also unless we redo it and re- HD remastered it and next week we're also gonna have uh, new episodes of What the Con going up what again the con? finally check that shit out what Some, the con uh, convention interviews convention with uh, uh, real uh, a, a real, real dorky, dorky hero, hero, which is kind of hard to say, dorky, yeah. I'm going to tell you. And, and a real uh, dorky hero. And, yeah, ODG. ODG. They're back. Doing some Season interviews. Two. Did you say LG? What? ODG. Oh, LGBT. Oh, I thought you said, okay, that's what I thought you said. But. And you can check out the Don Francisco <laughs> Promises story on droppingloads.com or uh, po- droppingloads.podbean.com for the low, low price of $1.50. Isn't Shill, isn't... Saying throwing sh- a shekel is that is that what you said? Yeah, that racist. Shekels. <laughs> yeah. Until next time. <laughs> yeah. Free yourself from the shekels, boy. <laughs> Until next time. Don't commit to doku. Wait, wait, wait! Do you have what? any wise words of wisdom or what? Yeah, don't commit to doku. Don't commit to doku. That was it. Uh, yes. But, <laughs> what do you mean, I guess? No. <laughs> so what do you think about uh, Logan Paul's new video on Sudoku? Fuck that. Fuck that guy. That guy's a Okay, dick. we love dropping loads. That guy's a bitch. <laughs> I hope he listens and let me and hear my smooth voice call him, you a bitch. He closed his eyes. I bet dude. he doesn't know like how to decide where to go eat. Yeah, <laughs> fucking undersized little hoe. Like, how the fuck do you like, yo, bro? I'm so fucking cool. I'm gonna show fucking people commit suicide force. Then I'm gonna make an apology video because I'm a fucking retard. Damn, he's really triggered by this. He's not triggered. triggered. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, looking for a little fucking bitch. See, he's, that's triggered. We love dropping those. And R.I.P. James Franco. Uh. Yo, yo, boy. I don't care, man. Would you? Would you? Of course, James sh- Frank is gonna want to get some <laughs> pussy, bro. Would you what like? Fuck? Would you look like, at him? Yo, squinty and shit. Would he you looks like he's busting high, but he doesn't smoke weed. Come on, I'll, you, I'll bang him if I could. Would you fucking show people like who commit suicide and just like post a video like, yo, bro, I'm in the fucking suicide. Of course not. He just he he's a fucking. He's a, he's a, a cunt. Moron. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh, he's an undecisive little hoe, probably. <laughs> That's what he just said. But he's just reiterating. He said it I'm, again. I'm saying it with more force. Yes. To enforce it. Double the force. Uh-huh. Dude, you can't force things anymore. Force ghosts. It's not a... Just please turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. I'm the little bitch. bitch. He likes it in the ass. <laughs> Probably. Doesn't know where to eat. <laughs> when they ask him, where do you want to eat? He's like, anywhere. When you pick, he's like... I don't want that. 
Cause I'm decisive little hoe. Jumped on me like Spider-Man directly towards my full, my fully erect penis, and used his super Indian spinning speed and started spinning on my dick while he was spinning. His eyes started to glow. On the blue color, and the two neck two neck ton song started playing in my room. <coughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> what the fuck did you just read? Yeah. Some, some is that some fanfic? Yeah. It's some, of what? It's, uh, I don't know. It's, I just found this gay smut stuff I was reading today because I was bored. <laughs> it's really funny. Okay. Right. Are you ready, Christian? Yeah. <laughs> he wanted funny. me to know that I was his property, <laughs> that I was just his personal toy. Then he penetrated my ass. <laughs> 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 Dude, that's that's some good writing. Hello again, Uber Nerd fans. Batman here, reminding you to check out the Batman vs. James Bond show, hosted by Brian Thomas. Why should you listen? Well, it's a show that revolves entirely around me, Batman. Oh, and that other guy, James Bond. And because I'm Batman. Batman out. Uh, uh, wait. Batman back in. Forgot to drop the mic. My bad.